1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations, Not Your Average Perspectives, Not Your Average Black Girls, Not Your Average Black, Not Your Average Black Girls, Not Your Average Black, Not Your Average Black Girl. Boom, mic drop. Okay, well, you've got me here. I'm Jordan, and I'm joined by Megan. Um, Dice is not with us today, but she will be back very, very soon. But do not worry, do not fear. We are joined by an amazing special guest today. So, uh, Regis, want to tell the people about yourself?
2: What up, Regis? I'm back. I ain't got nothing special to say, but I'm back, and I'm ready for the conversation today. What's good?
1: Yay, we're happy to have him back. Um, can't wait to hear his insight on this amazing conversation that we have set up for you all today. But before we get into it, Megan, why don't you give us the Black Girl shout out?
3: All right, y'all. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my goodness, not ready. <laughs> um, Y'all, we want to give the Not Your Average Black Girl shout out for this episode to um all of the Black pharmacists out there, specifically women. The reason I'm saying specifically women is because I have seen um, easily 20 different Black women um, that I know or know of who have graduated over the past month um, with their doctorate in pharmacy. And I'm just so proud. And, you know, this just goes to show that, like, Black women, we can do anything. We can break barriers, glass ceilings. Um, I feel like I remember the days where you only would see white men you know in pharmacy and we're just taking over so shout out to all the black women um being pharmacists out here you know getting things done we're proud of y'all and I hope that y'all continue to do great things
1: yes shout out to those black female pharmacists we love y'all um did y'all know that it was a black woman who created the COVID vaccine
3: Nah, for real. For
1: real. Yep, 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 yep. Her name is Dr. Kismikia Corbett, and she, like, rarely gets as much screen time as she's old, but yep, it was a black woman who came up with the COVID vaccine, so I shout it was out. white people. Exactly. That's what they would want you to think, but no, it was her. Interesting. So, shout out to, to us. All right, y'all. Okay, so, today's conversation is spicy, it's juicy, it's, it's, um some drama you know it's some mess but it should be good it should be entertaining so today we're going to talk about this this concept that broke men don't deserve no belief. insert you know what you want to insert okay guys so before we I guess just kind of like dissect both sides of this argument let's talk about what this means to each of us like what does this concept really mean Regis, I'll let you go first as the the male today.
2: Broke to me is more of like, broke is you, your, your output is greater than your input. And I mean, we can always do it to a a monetary standpoint, but also broke is a state of mind where you are uh, lacking ambition or desire to, to further increase where you are to, to do better than what you currently are or, uh, to go to that next level. So that's what broke in in my mind kind of signifies. <laughs>
3: well let me tell you what I think. Okay. Um, I mean the concept of broke is quite simple to me. I mean, you know, you you don't have any money. I mean, <laughs> you're always without. Um, I also think broke can also be a state of mind though, right? Because like sometimes, you know, people struggle. It is what it is. Um, very few of us are born, you know, with an inheritance fund just waiting on us. But um, I think people who, for me, it's kind of beyond finances. Like you don't have any ambition, you don't have any goals, you don't have anything you're working towards. Like that's also kind of a broke um person to me because it's like a broke mindset. Um, you know, you're you're content with just the way things are. Like struggling you know whatever so that's kind of I mean that's what broke means now in my mindset other people might take it somewhere else but what do you think
1: um I think mine is actually kind of a combination of what the two of you said I think Regis made a really great point when he talked about your um I guess what you're putting out like your monthly bills exceeding what you bring in each month like that's definitely the responsibility side of it and then also too like what Megan was saying I think it's When you're complacent and okay with your current like financial status like if you're okay with having more expenses than you do income each month so um broke is definitely more than like a physical status it's definitely kind of like a mentality like a mindset as well too but i really think overall it's just a man who a, a broke man if we're talking about like the in this situation it's um just any guy who's okay with maybe not necessarily being as on his responsibilities as he should be and would be okay with the woman kind of coming in and assisting and doing, you know, more than her part. If we had to like bring it all together in the perspective of this specific topic.
3: (laughs) Or okay with the woman, um, Doing everything and you doing nothing that also yeah. can apply. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Broke just has to deal with you. Just don't want to do better, and you're you're content in your situation. I mean, that's it's that's just the broke mindset. You do you don't desire anything better than what you're currently living out in that present moment.
1: That's true. That's very real. Okay, so going back to the overall. Well, actually, no, let me let me ask you this, because I kind of answered what we think the broke men not deserving any meow means. But y'all just kind of answered what you think broke means. So I, I want to know what do y'all think this full statement means? Broke. Meow, oh, deserve, no. OK. okay. What, what, do you, what do you think that means?
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> in a nutshell, it just means like you don't have anything, you can't offer me anything, you can't do anything for me. Then, I mean, you're not getting nothing. It, that that's what I see it as. I mean, it's it's really quite a simple uh concept. I think a lot of people in our generation and try to like make it out to be more than what it is, but I think it's just women's way of saying like, look. Um says how a parent movie I could be bad by myself, like I could struggle alone. You don't have nothing to offer me, then sorry. Like next. I think that's that's just that's just what it is.
2: Yeah, so I would I would kind of agree to what you're saying. A broke person is just something somebody that can't fill somebody else up. You know what I'm saying? Uh that, that has nothing to offer. I mean, we we kind of equate it to, you know, a monetary value, but you know, Broke is a, like we it a state of mind. So you can't fill nobody up any type of way. You can't, I like, how are you upgrading me in any any facet of life? You know what I'm saying? That's what I would consider a broke man. Like, you just have nothing to offer.
1: I like that, Regis. I like that. I'm going to be calling people broke and they got tons of dollars. Hey, man. Hey, right, like, your spirit hey, is broke. Right. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your spirit, spirit is broke. Is broke. <laughs> okay. You can't give me nothing. Thank you. Okay. But I would so, watch uh,
2: going around calling people broke. You might catch it. <laughs> yeah.
1: My nose might be broke. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So, well, let's talk about how we think the physical, the monetary aspect of the broke, the definition of broke. Um, how do we see that being perpetuated? This this overall idea that women should believe that if a man does not have X amount of money in his bank account or to his name or at his, you know, readable access, That he is not worth her time or he is not deserving of her attention. How do we see that perpetuated? Um, And I'll just go ahead and answer that, but we can get into it and talk about it. Um, But definitely music and entertainment, you know, just like men rap about, you know, females bodies, selling drugs and all this other illegal stuff females are you know kind of rapping about that right now you know if he can't buy me a birkin leave him to the side if he can't fly me out to you know bali leave him to the side stuff like that so we're seeing it in music we're seeing it in in entertainment but it's also like trickling down to our everyday relationships so let's get into it um in the music industry you know how do y'all or music and entertainment let's talk about how it's perpetuated
3: well i mean i think that what we're seeing is just kind of What happens all the time, is like someone takes a really kind of simple and normal concept, right? And they play it to the extreme. And then that causes people to be like all up in arms and say, oh, this is shallow, blah, 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 blah. Because on the surface, like the simple concept is just like, get with someone who can make you better and vice versa. Like get with someone who can be a partner. What we're seeing is people are taking that concept to the extreme and saying like, if he ain't got X amount of money, then he's not worth your time. Which, I mean, that's cool if that's how you want to live. But I think that your average person um, isn't only looking for just that one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just money, period. That's the only thing that matters. There are some who, like, yes, that's all that they need is money. And cool for them. But I don't think that, like, I, I will say, and I mean, I'm I'm probably, like, top. Meg the Stallion fan, like, you know, City Girls, I'm gonna support them all, but at the end of the day, I do think that, like, they recognize that their messages are entertainment, and it's up to you how serious you want to, um, you know, kind of take what they're saying and, and run with it, but I mean, yeah, we definitely see it in media, you, you know that, like, that's the theme right now, if he can't do X, Y, and Z, then why are you even speaking to him, so...
1: I think you make a good point because you're talking about how it's just entertainment It's just for like that selling factor, but a lot of the fans and a lot of real world people, I think, have a hard time differentiating between what's entertainment and what's reality. And so I don't know what song it was, but Cardi B had that one song when she was like, "I don't cook, I don't clean, some some something." And then that video of her cooking and cleaning in her house went viral, and people were trying to like blow her up and like, "Oh, but you said you don't cook, you don't clean, mm-hmm. y'all, she lying." I mean, and honestly, like, it, she, was, a it, it was a song; it rhymed. <laughs> like, do y'all really think she's walking around her house? I mean, she she may not be; she is very wealthy, so she could hire somebody to do it. But I'm sure if Offset, her husband, her baby's father asked her to cook a meal for him, she wasn't going to completely neglect her duties to him, you know, yeah. as his wife, as his gonna lover, be like, his no. companion, and be like, no, yeah. I don't do that. You know, listen to my record. I don't do that.
3: Yeah. Like, nah. And I think that's where we get to see, and, and Regis, like, I love to hear your opinion on this, but I, I think that's kind of where we get into who has the, you know, the cognitive dissonance to really be exposed to certain levels of entertainment. Like, not to really take it there, but it's just like, there's no TV show or movie or song that I can listen to and it'll like change the way that I think, you get what I'm saying? But there are people out there that to them, that stuff is law. And so it's like, you know, they're just making entertainment. The issue, I guess, within the community, specifically black community is there are people out there that are taking it as law and they're running with it and saying like, no, this is what we need to be doing or this is the ideology. Um and then there are men, you know, that's so that's women, right? But then there are men who take it and run with it as well and say, well, this is how y'all think. Y'all uphold city girls. And it's like, it's a summer anthem. Like, <laughs> nobody is choosing a husband off of what JT and Karisha are talking about. Like, it's a song. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to get off the mic and kind of like let y'all have it. But I just wanted to put nah,
2: that on. I mean, y'all made, so there's like so many points that y'all made that that can be broken down. I think one thing that y'all talked about at the beginning is that, you know, people are using whatever they have in excess to use, to demean and downgrade other people. Um, so they, everybody wants to talk about money because that's the physical thing that we can kind of hold value on that we can, uh, use to say, you don't have enough of that. So it pumps me up to a certain level. Um, and so we use, so we need, so we're out here telling people they need to get their money up. Um, yeah on that i'm lost all right
1: it's okay megan was saying a lot so i get
2: it (laughs) No, i should have wrote all this stuff down i ain't even gonna lie to you
3: well how do you feel like i mean do you feel like as a whole black women uphold that like you feel like black women are out here just saying just look for a man with money period nothing else matters
2: I mean, the simple-minded woman is. You know what I'm saying? Just like what you were saying. Like it's just hard to. It, it it This entertainment industry is really exposing people that have the the mental fortitude to to press through the 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 real and the fake. Like some of this stuff is just smoke and mirrors. They using you know um, the. So they. I don't know how to explain this, but it they're using what we just can see on the outside as. I'm really lost, man. Uh, No,
3: I think I hear what you're saying. It's kind of similar to how, like, some rappers rap about, like, you know, drugs and thug life, etc. Knowing that they can't relate, right? But they know there's a a group of people out there who can. Um, It's almost like they're they're capitalizing, so to speak, off of, like, what's very much so real experiences for some. Even though it's not a real experience.
1: Well, for it's, them. It, it's like marketing It is almost to me. It's kind of what it's like. It's like they're selling a product or they're selling an idea. So um, for our listeners who don't know, I have a, a BA in Mass comm. And I remember like when I was taking my classes, there's like this one marketing strategy and Lord knows I don't know what it's called now, but there's this one marketing strategy where they use like celebrities to influence people like when they put this is a bad example, but Kendall Jenner with Pepsi, right, just exit out the BLM part, but when they put Kendall Jenner with Pepsi, they figured that would make all the little, you know, young kids in Amsterdam who do everything that the Kardashians do go pick up a Pepsi. So I think the same thing when it comes to like, I was just trying to think of a country not in America because anyway, don't even get me started on that. So anyway. I think that's the same thing when it comes to this kind of like ideology where it's like you don't really know anything about it. These celebrities don't know that much about it or they wouldn't really do it themselves. But yet it's like they're advertising it. They're selling it to us. And just like any other product, people who don't know any better are buying it under this false conception that, oh, it's real. Well, they really like it. Kendall Jenner really drinks Pepsi. You know that girl well, probably the, gonna well, pick up a Pepsi well, a day in her life, but you know because they saw the two together, they think it really happens. I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Well, no, 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 I, I interrupted you. But what I what I kind of get what you're saying is that they're selling the finished product and and they not showing what it actually took to get to that finished product. You know what I'm saying? All the the different in, ingredients that in, encompass that finished product, and and I think uh they simplify how they got to that product, and and that's what. The people are the simple-minded people are are kind of grasping
1: exactly, exactly versus the
2: the people that can kind of see through the smoke and mirrors. Now it took all these little intricacy parts, intricate yeah. parts to get to there versus just hey, you just gotta get out there, sell dope, and, and it was just like this simple transaction versus the complex the complexity yeah. of the of the process.
1: Exactly. So like another celebrity couple or another. Just group of celebrities we could throw out would be Portia and Simon G you know like that's the biggest talk of the town right now <laughs> um, and I say Simon G respect like, hey that dude.
2: was a mess I ain't even gonna <laughs> hold yeah,
1: it, it's a mess and honestly this is like money chasing more money but nonetheless it's the same mentality so what that would be showing or what that tells to the simple-minded is it's like look Eva Portia she got her own bag but she get into a man with a bag like she really saying broke men don't deserve she
3: traded in that hot dog man (laughs) (laughs) let
1: me stop let me stop
2: (laughs) your listeners need to go back and listen to the girl code episode on that
1: yes yes, no for real, that was some crazy stuff but uh, you know like Portia she's she's the living embodiment of this you know it's like if one man can not give you what the next man can, then go to the nextest. If he's got them coins, go to the next at all cost. Like and 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 that's what it's telling the simple minded who don't see. Well, no, that was wrong. You know, Portia was friends to this man's wife, and you know uh, he's friends with her baby daddy. Like people who don't. see Well, all I think the at that point she
2: didn't. She desensitized herself to all the moral and ethical code that 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 was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? she, at that point, she don't care. She, I'm going to get it by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying?
1: And maybe that's what this mentality does to people. It desensitizes you from everything that's moral and ethical. And it it allows people to be more self-centered and more selfish and be validated and being more self-centered because they see it as them. Honestly, they see it as what they're supposed to do. You know, if these celebrities are doing it, you know, if these people are doing it, then this is what I'm supposed to do. And if you're offended by this mentality, then that's on you. You know, you've got an issue. And um, that's deep right there, Regis. Like, maybe it's, it's changing our whole psychological um, aspect on relationships and how we encounter and interact and, I think, um, how we consider ourselves to be responsible to other people's emotions, feelings, and, and stuff yeah, like that. I mean,
2: that. the downside is a lot of people getting hurt along the way, you know what I'm saying, that haven't adopted to that code, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mhm, mhm.
1: See, Megan would not know nothing about that because she all wiped up. But you know, for people like me who are still in these trenches, it's tough for us trying to.
2: Hey, we all out here in these trenches, man.
1: Whatever. <laughs> OK, so um, we kind of talked about the celebrities and entertainment and then we did we touched on everyday relationships and, and females wanting a man that can, I guess, basically spoil them, you know, take them on trips and stuff like that. So now let's look at the, the flip side of this. And we're definitely going to highlight and put the spotlight on Regis. How does this mentality make good men feel towards dating women in this generation?
3: I had to take
2: a <laughs> breath, man, because I mean, Lord, it's it, i I guess it's just the expectation that, that women bring to the table that it has it it has to be microwaved. And so um, you know, with entertainment, you see the what they're showing is a lot of people are getting it very young versus it being a progression that so in entertainment we see these young cats, they reach a peak at twenty eight thirty. Versus in real life, most of your grandparents didn't reach their, I mean, they reached their peak in their 50s, 50s, 60s. Like, they didn't see the the fruits of their labor until retirement. I guess that was the whole point of retirement is to kick back and enjoy what you made over a period of time. But now the women these days, their expectations is, but you better have it right now. And so now that's where they're misconstruing. what broke is that I don't have it right now. And so that's what I see kind of being the problem. The problem that I kinda of run into is that um uh, a lot of women aren't willing to wait out that process. And then a lot of men take advantage of that in itself. So they kind of weaponize the process. And so like, you know, they kind of play you like, oh, you you don't do this and you don't want me because I don't have that and yada yada wooty woo. So it's just all bad. I ain't even gonna hold you. So, do you have any
3: faith in um (laughs) in our generation, as far as like you know, women or you know? No, I definitely, uh, no, I definitely have
2: faith. It's just the amount of the the percentage is low. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just out here praying to God. You know what I'm saying? He gonna have to show me mines because it's like, bro, I I where I'm at, bro. I'm not gonna settle. I'm okay. I'm okay being single if it's not if I'm not getting what I feel like I deserve or feel like you know, that can really match because like, I see weight, like divorce is like one of those things that I just don't want to do. And it's like, you know, I see the, the, the damage it does to the family structure. So if I can avoid that, you know, if I have to be single to avoid that, you know what I'm saying? Because I settled and and things like that, because I'd be damned if I got to be resentful later on in the marriage, because you know what I'm saying? I, I should have did this and, and I settled for this, you know what I'm saying? So, but I definitely have faith and I definitely see, you know, y'all are some good women, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely see that it, it is out there. It's just, it may take time and I'm, and I'm willing to wait, wait through that process.
3: I support that. I think that, um, you know, definitely never jump into anything just to have someone. Cause I feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong, you know, so caught up on like having somebody, having somebody, they never, took the time to think about whether or not it was the right somebody um and I think with this whole money thing like my philosophy has always been like okay so if I take myself for example like we without a doubt like will be millionaires at some point in our 30s like I've like said that so many times about us like claimed it y'all mark my words you know like it, it will happen but the thing is I didn't just like want to be with who I'm with because of um what I know we can do together, like money wise, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. It's like, okay, yeah. Like I'm with you, sis. Don't marry nobody who like, don't got no money. Don't want no money. Not ever trying to do anything to get no money. Like it's not worth it, but what other qualities are there? And that's why I said earlier, like I think we're seeing a case of people taking it to the extreme, <laughs> like, Oh, he just got to have money. It's like, oh, that's it. Because he might be abusive. So, like, is it worth having the Birkin if you also got to, like, cover up two black eyes every day? Like, I'm just trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I never hear anybody um, on our end, like on the women's end talk about those things like it's always just the money the money the money the money the money i'm like okay well what about everything else though because
1: well i think what's happening megan is people feel like you have to accept that and by people i mean women women feel like you have to accept that if you have a man that's quote unquote a provider financially like if he's coming with the deep pockets then i should expect that he's gonna cheat you know um if he's able to Buy me everything that I want and could ever dream of, then I should expect that he's going to have some deeper demon to himself that I've just got to accept because this is the lifestyle that keeps me comfortable, even if I have to endure these moments of uncomfortability. Ooh, and I just like mumbled through all those words <laughs> endure these moments of uncomfortability. So, yeah, so. I think um, that's just kind of like the trade off, you know, like if you want a man who is going to have this, you know, many millions in his bank account or this many thousands in his bank account, then, you know, I've got to I've got to be this. I've got to be quiet or I've got to look good. You know, I've got to be a Barbie. Um, I've got to have a shake, keep the body right and tight and just take what he dishes. I feel like some women expect that. You know
3: why, though? I just it just something just occurred to me. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, duh, like, who's listening or whatever. But I think for anyone who, like, is dealing with that, I think that at the end of the day, like, that just goes. I think that's a solid case of proof of how, like, you know, how they say greed is the root of all evil. It's like when you only are looking for money, I think that's kind of your... I don't know I don't want to say your karma but I I think that's a perfect example in my opinion like if you're only putting money as a quality then dealing with all the other stuff is kind of you know what you got as a result like you were only focused on money and look now your lifestyle is actually um quite terrible aside from the money um so that's just I mean in my mind I just feel like be smart and (laughs) make it about more than the money because you might end up rich but you also might end up miserable um
2: Yeah, so I'm, I I agree, definitely agree. I just say the entertainment kind of, uh, it targets our fleshly desires, uh, just as far as the money. And with that, I think the downfall is they fail to acknowledge the other intricacies of a relationship. And that's why we got, you know, so many, everybody wants to seek therapy, because they didn't acknowledge like, now we got to, because you only concentrated on things that money can buy now you fail to realize you know love languages apolo- apology uh, apology styles attachment styles and things like that that those things that make up a relationship that that will keep a relationship together um and so yeah you you just worried about you only see you get happiness through um uh, what is brought to the table as far as like what you can buy like the the birkin or the trips or mm-hmm. this this lavish lifestyle or the likes and stuff like that when when really uh, a relationship is built on, you know, friendship and, and how to, you know, how you're bonded to your partner. So, oh, yeah.
1: Okay. So let me ask y'all both this. Do you think a materialistic woman or a woman who believes this, do you think she deserves a good man? How do you see that playing out?
2: Everybody deserves somebody, somebody, you know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. Like
2: I, I, I wouldn't, it's just, it's just where you, where you place the materialism like does that does that hold that much value in your life like if that's the end-all be-all uh you deserve somebody but will you find somebody Uh, no you know what i'm saying but you can be materialistic in a sense but have have, it's not it's not holding you hostage for you to be able to relinquish that to something else if you see what i'm saying
3: i would have to say that if we're talking like straight up only materialistic like the only thing that matters is things and money um i think you just deserve what you get i mean if if you only value money and things and that's what you end up with then that is what you deserve and i'm just gonna kind of leave it at that And, and whatever else that man does or doesn't do that's what you want so i mean i say just be careful what
2: you ask for
1: I,
3: uh, okay. I agree Okay, with you. Megan
2: Samuels.
1: <laughs> Not Megan uh-uh. Samuels.
3: uh don't do me like that now. It's time <laughs> to
1: hop on some Zoom calls, Megan. Tell, tell me about themselves. I'm
3: just Man. saying that it's true. I would be on shade room so fast if I did that because you know when women get no we get no slack like yeah no we get no slack it might be entertaining though don't give me no ideas you know I'm off for the summer so
1: you would be really good at it I can see you
3: going you think so
1: yeah you really
3: should I just do women or should I do men like just men
2: men. okay you got to do both. You gotta do both. Okay, okay. But Jordan, what do you think about the material the, the materialistic yeah. girl? what do they deserve? Do they deserve love?
1: So I was gonna I was gonna answer, and honestly, I agree with Megan. I kind of feel like and, and maybe this is me being selfish, but you're right, people could be materialistic to a certain extent. But I think if your materialism is far beyond what you can provide for yourself and it's to the point to where you're like just unappreciative of what this man does for you let that good man go sis because there's other females out here like me who want to see what that's like you know what i'm saying i think that's um that's selfish you know just just let that good man go maybe find somebody who cares more about the materialistic things in life like you and and y'all go on down your happy merry little road but um yeah that's how so
2: are you saying it's being materialistic is okay if you can uphold that lifestyle for yourself But if your husband has to provide that lifestyle, is that's that's when you shouldn't you don't deserve it or I
1: don't. okay. that's a tricky road, because I want to say yes, because that means it's a standard that you've set for yourself, but not if that's like the only thing that you care about. So um, I don't know what's something that somebody can be bougie about. I don't have a good. I mean, um,
2: you you need a nice car. You need a nice car.
1: Okay, so I'll say, you know, like, hey, you know, yes, I need a nice car. But it's one thing for me to go to the lot and pick out, you know, one of the most expensive cars on the lot just because I know my man got it. Which, don't get me wrong, if he wants to spoil me, then I'm going to let, you know, zaddy spoil me. But um, if I come into the relationship, like, automatically we've only been dating for, like, two two months, I'm like, oh, you should buy me a car by now, and I want X, Y, and Z car. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's unrealistic for one, and am I only asking this because I know he can provide it to me when I couldn't have gotten it for myself. It's another thing, when I was already driving luxury, had a certain standard for how I wanted to look, the things I wanted to buy, what I wanted to wear, eat, etc. cetera, um, and I'm just expecting him to maintain that versus me only wanting the, these things because I know he can provide it. I think that's the difference or only wanting these things and expecting a man to provide them. Um, Hmm. That's just me, though.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree, Jordan, at the end of the day. Like, I think for the times that we're in and the way that women are now, like, at the end of the day, a lot of us can um, provide certain things for ourselves. So it's only fair to want to be with someone who could, uh, at a minimum, uphold those same things that we can give ourselves, right? Right. Um, but it is a slippery slope because in a lot of ways I'm very like traditional and I do think that it's a man's job to, you know, provide and, and spoil, um, the woman that you married. And, and obviously a lot of our ideals are just shaped on like how we grew up, right? Like my, my granny was married up until she died and she had anything she ever wanted, like furs, jewelry, her house, new things in the house. Like I I just never... I never observed a time where she wanted something and didn't have it, right? Um, and that's just what it was. I mean, but that, that's something that came with, like, being married. But she did her part as well.
1: Yeah.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: And let me, let me backtrack and highlight a few things, right? So I'm saying when you want and demand these things, like it's another thing to be spoiled and to be provided with those things, but it's a, it's another aspect to come into the relationship after not having done your part and like just demanding this of your partner. Um, and y'all, like I said, only been dating for two months or y'all not even married yet. And that's kind of like what this mentality has taken on. Like, women see Jada Chavez and a little baby. They see him, you know, cheat on her and have all these other girlfriends. She'll disappear for a while, then pop back up with six Birkins. And they expect that that's what they man supposed to do for them. You know, like, oh, I let you cheat on me. So now I want the new Gucci. No, you know you what I'm give saying. A cheating gift. Thank you. Like <laughs> this man might not be able to afford Gucci. You finna make this man go broke and run back to that girl he cheated on you with because she don't provide him with all these stresses like you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I don't know. I just think the this aspect of thinking that labels can solve and fix anything and everything or labels is what you should care about that is detrimental for one Um, and and that's just not that's just not how i advise anybody to govern their relationship or to prioritize in a relationship
2: yeah now megan kind of brought up two different things so one would be we i kind of want to define what perfect providing is you know but the first thing i kind of want to see with the argument that a lot of women are having that i see that i run into is that they're providing you know women are making all this money right now but once They get a man. They want to give up what they did and have their man provide everything that they were once getting. You know what I'm saying? And so I was a doctor, but once I got a man, I want to be a stay at home wife. You know what I'm saying? So that that man not only has to bring what he was already already doing for himself, he has to kind of double that or you know absorb whatever you were bringing in. And so like so that's that's what I'm saying. What these women are kind of doing now they they want to be able to be a housewife have y'all not seen that or am I just no, making Regis, it up out of
1: I, I'll agree with you but I will counter with this I don't know if it's that women like definitively are saying you know when I get a man I'm gonna quit my job and be a housewife I think sometimes we just want that option to know that if I should quit my job and be a housewife I'm gonna still have everything that I need want and you know could ever possibly imagine and i i think it's just the idea because i know me and my friends we say it all the time you know we talk about all the time how much we hate working but i mean nobody's going to stop working and i also know too that we're the kind of people that even if we did have a man provide for us, we would not be okay being at home and not doing anything. Like, we would still have a business, be out there doing something to generate some type of income that could still equate to individuality and independency of that man.
2: So, is so this even like, though we uh,
1: say it, I don't think it's a real practice for everyone.
2: So, is this like a shoot for the stars, land on the moon type of concept? Like, you say that, but we're, we are willing to kind of, you know...
1: Nah, I'm shooting but, for the stars and I'm aiming for the stars. But I just uh, wanna know that the moon yeah. is always gonna be there. Like
3: Okay,
2: I got you. No, that's fair. That's fair.
3: I don't know with this one, y'all. I think it just depends on the person. Only reason I say this is because like, you know, we don't have kids, but we talk about this all the time. Like, it absolutely is um it absolutely is my husband's dream for me to like one day just stay home, like regardless of how many kids we have. Um now he knows with the kind of person I am, like I don't think I would ever be um satisfied doing that. But that's just because now I genuinely enjoy what I do. I may not always do what I do in the capacity that I do it in. Like I might explore some other outlets, but I just enjoy um the field that I've chosen. And so it's it's a slippery slope because it's like I don't know. Um, I think it just kind of depends on the people. But what I will say is like, I'll I'll apply it to our society and our generation, right? I'm just be real with you. We talked about like for the shout out thing, I used the whole um, pharmacist thing. As of today's time, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know no women who going to school long enough to be pharmacists, surgeons, anesthesiologists, etc who are willing to give it up five years from now just because they got a husband. Like I hear what you're saying, Regis. I think a lot of people put that out there, but like, as far as a lot of the women that I know, um, we're on the other side of our twenties. They have been in school for forever. And I don't know any of them that if they met their husband tomorrow would be like, Oh yeah, I've been in schools for school for eight years plus, but I'm just going to give up this career. Like maybe once upon a time, but now we're kind of in a times where it's like women have, you know, had no choice but to have, um, I'm not, you know, saying that women haven't been ambitious before. I'm just saying like times have changed. Once upon a time, it women probably didn't have to think or dream of being in some of these roles, but times have changed. You don't meet your husband at 16 anymore and people have goals and their minds have, have wandered and grown and dreams have blossomed. I just don't know anyone who's looking to give up what they have worked so hard for. Just because they finally got a man, they might scale it back. But I mean, they have acquired all this debt, and <laughs> I mean, you know, just
2: well. I mean, stress. some people's some people's dream of of being a housewife supersedes their dream of a career. You know what I'm saying? So they are they are willing to take yeah. that ill.
3: In the I, I, I see what you're saying. I think yes for some, but for most, even if they do have that kind of housewife dream about themselves what I'm saying is they have now spent more time working for something else. You get what I'm saying? And now that they have it, I don't think in a heartbeat, they would just say, okay, let me toss that to the side. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know, I think um, a lot of women have kind of had times to get passionate about something else. And I don't want it to come off as if I am limiting us as women to only, um you know, being able to be passionate about staying home and raising children, what I'm saying is that over time, that has not become the reality for so many of us. And we've had that time to think about, well, how else, you know, can I be of purpose of service or whatever, be fulfilled, you know, beyond like being someone's wife and mother, because, you know, I'm, I'm 29 and ain't nobody asked me yet. So what else can I enjoy? And I'm just saying like, you know, society has given them time to realize that they can enjoy other things. So I don't think that a lot of them are just going to say, "Well, I'm home now." Like I don't know, I just don't see it. But I could be different.
1: Okay, okay. So it's, I got
2: this, one. This this subject is so deep. I could go. I could go in on this. But yeah, continue. Continue, Jordan.
1: I was about to say, now Regis waited until so I got good, and then the third word of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right. So I just got one more question for y'all. Um, overall, this mentality, and and like Regis said, everything that it opens up and that it causes us to to um, examine about our mentalities, you know, our train of thoughts and how people date. What do you think? carrying out this style of dating will do for relationships in the future like what do you think the outcome will be on what it's like as a single person to engage um in the dating scene i'll answer that question right now and i think it just makes it hard like it makes it really hard to decipher um genuine energy in people because right now everyone's so fixated on what you know What y'all could look like together, you know, if you've got as a female, if you've got the inches and, you know, the apple bottom and the curvy waist, because a man feels like if I'm bringing the bucks and the designer, you got to bring, you know, the ass and, and everything else. So I think it it definitely makes it more difficult. Um, Like I said, it makes it harder to decipher genuine energy in people and to see, you know, like if this is someone who is materialistic or if they care about being able to, you know, take a photo on this trip and on this vacation or if they really just like you for you. Um, And I'm the kind of person where if I start to spend money on somebody, if I start, you know, really giving you my time, I'm genuine. So I'm not just here for the photo op. I'm not here for, you know, the labels and the shopping sprees and, you know, being able to post what he got me and what we did on Instagram. I'm here for real. So um, to do those things with somebody and to know that those actions aren't perceived with the same level of respect and care and, um I don't know, just love and appreciation as I would receive it from someone else. That's going to hurt, man. It's going to hurt. So it's just really hard to decipher who's real out here, you know, whose energy is for a real relationship or whose energy is just for what they hear in the songs and what they're seeing on TV and what their favorite rap artists are perpetuating and proposing.
2: I see. uh, Ultimately more people aren't gonna have actual relationships. Um, there's gonna be less marriage, um, less commitment on, on those ends. Um I, I think with entertainment, what it's kinda of doing is is polarizing the whole relationship concept. It's either you have it all, you're 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 thriving, you're buying everything, being a consumer, uh, or you you have the struggle of. And I and I don't think uh we see too much of people trying to have the meet in the middle to where it, you know, cause that's what a relationship is. It's, it's a, it's, it's thriving. I mean, it's surviving those ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think people have that fortitude to, to kind of endure that or know both sides of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's really like what you, what, what can you do for me mentality? And if you're not doing that, bro, I got to leave trunk the deuce, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna go find somebody that will, you know what I mean?
1: Megan.
3: Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. I think I've said this to you before, Jordan. Uh, We talk about how all the time at the end of the day, like I I feel very blessed um, to have met the person that I married when I was 20. Because just listening to different conversations, um, people don't give me a lot of hope for, you know, just just genuine um, love. Like, you know, obviously it'll happen for some, but I uh, feel sad thinking that it won't happen for all but i think that just, you know regis kind of spoke to something that i say to you and dice all the time is like i get so bothered when i see these people in relationships and then somebody is pregnant and they're like you know four weeks pregnant and already talking about how they can't and you know, look forward to being mature co-parents and it's like what happened y'all was just in love um you know for eight years and you just found out you was pregnant and all of a sudden um you know we're co-parenting you know i, I don't understand it um but I will say that for the people who choose to uphold, you know, this whole gotta have what people on social media have mentality, I don't think dating will go well for them. I think they will always be single. Um, I think it's unfortunately going to contribute to the, the single parenthood numbers. Um, those continuously rise every year. Um, but for the people who can see through you know the shallow stuff and kind of be focused on what really matters i think they'll be fine you know it might take a little bit longer to find somebody genuine but i think those people will be okay
2: and i think what, what you're what what you're kind of saying is that i think it's it's gonna take people to have mentors and uh couples that have made it through to kind of speak up yeah speak up and into other people's lives to really kind of show them what yeah. relationships are and what it's going to encompass um and I don't think we have our the generations that we see don't have too many mentors speaking into them, letting them know what it really is. Yeah. They're out there trying to find it for themselves and trying to define it for themselves, and this is the product that we we end up being the result of.
1: That's Come so true, through, brother Regis. We're gonna end it on that note. we really gonna end <laughs> it on that note. Um, if y'all didn't hear what he said, rewind it, rewind it. I can't talk like, what are words? I don't know, but rewind it back about 15 seconds and get everything that Regis just told you, starting with mentors, because that was it. That was okay, good. guys. Yep. Well, it was a really great conversation, per usual. I um definitely have faith in all of us, so. I'm excited I think we did a good job (laughs) Okay so now we're going to move on to the next Segment and that is this not your Average news Um, A lot of news over the past Few weeks Megan Regis I don't know if y'all saw that on y'all social medias Or just wherever you get your news from But it was a lot happening Um, The first is we need to say Congratulations to Naomi Campbell because She became a mom to a baby girl That caught a lot of people off guard I don't think how old is she
2: I don't know. a lying or
1: disrespecting.
2: My bad, my bad.
1: I don't know. But be, she looks good. <laughs> gotta be
3: 50, right? Yeah. She's gotta yeah, be. Because she's older than Tyra, and Tyra had a baby pretty late. She, she's gotta
1: be 50. Yeah, so everyone was, was excited for her. Um, and I can't wait to see what this little girl grows up and becomes. So, yeah. All right. Um, and more like COVID slash just fun Black news. The BET Awards has announced that they will return with a live show to a fully vaccinated audience on June 27th. So at the time, I thought that this was going to be like the first live award show, but that's actually not true because we just had what, like the AMA, the billboards, or something yeah, like something that, like that, and know. it was live. So um, BET is just following in suit. So, Wait, uh,
3: real quick. Let me just add in. <laughs> That um, it's also breaking news that you know, the girls, uh, Chloe and Hallie, they nominated for four BC awards. So y'all Sheesh. make sure y'all shout them out. You know we staying over here at my mm-hmm. house. Can't speak for y'all.
1: Okay, all right. Moving on. So Russell Simmons is suing Kamora Lee and her husband for allegedly taking his shares from their energy drink company. Don't know which one it is to fund her husband's legal fees. Um, it was Celsius. Celsius, still don't even know what that is. Do you drink it?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm a heavy Celsius drinker. You My first time here that in, in, in
1: Texas because
3: specifically in his neighborhood,
2: it's a healthy alternative. It's supposed to be healthy energy, that's what they say. But they probably got lies. cocoa beans in there, it's got the same stuff in that coffee. one that it is another one,
1: yeah, yeah. But, um. I didn't even know Kamara was still married to that man. I do remember hearing about his legal fees or his legal issues. So, um, <laughs> logically, this headline is checking out, but I would like to to know more. Um, and, and yeah, and plus, I always thought like Kamara and Russell had such a peaceful co parenting situation. Same. So, you this, yeah, right. So, this did kind of rattle me because I'm like, dang, he finna, he finna mess up the flow, she's, mess up the energy. She's a
2: whole fraudulent ex wife.
1: That's how he trying to paint it Alright hey, guys get your, get
2: your money king
1: He already got money
3: Nah you choosing violence on the podcast
1: Regis over here trolling Okay so um, In some sad news At least I was sad when I read it But Internet Explorer is leaving Did y'all know that So Microsoft has announced that they are about to retire The famous web browser And so you know Chrome is all we got Chrome is about to be it. Google is taking over. Chrome Google and Safari.
2: Nation. And yeah, Firefox. Oh yeah,
1: you're right. Firefox. Okay, well then my back. Don't tracks. nobody use
2: Internet Explorer no more?
1: So why did I think that Firefox was Internet Explorer?
3: Definitely not the same thing. Um, but you know, they also have Microsoft Edge. So
1: No, what is that? Anyway, Google, <laughs> Safari, um, y'all remember like Ask Jeeves?
2: That's a search engine. That's a search not a engine, geez. not a browser.
1: Jeez. All right, we we're gonna keep going. I tried. <laughs> I threw out words. <laughs> okay, um, so in a in a study that I found exciting but not shocking, CNN has announced that drinking any amount of alcohol causes damage to the brain. Did y'all know that? I'm sure we all could have guessed that, but I mean, you didn't it's know that officially. I thought it was interesting. So what happened to, like, <laughs> so that whole wine
2: that wine argument, that wine is healthy, that's not a thing no more?
1: See, Regis, you have questions that need answers. Okay.
2: This is the oh. thing.
3: It's not that it's not healthy, but it's just, like, I think it's one of those things where, like, it's, it's a give and take type of thing. Like, there are some pros, but there are also some cons, right? Like, I mean...
2: It's good for it your heart, home. but it, it it causes brain damage. Okay, which yeah. one?
3: It's not. I gotta look at the study because like people will take this and run with it. I'm sure that it's like has to be
2: excessive. I mean,
3: one a glass they, of wine so, in your life is not going to damage
2: your brain conditions. First of all, folks are still going to drink, so that 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 whole news thing ain't going to stop nobody.
1: Yeah, yeah, but anyway, I just found it to be very interesting. It's not that, like I said, I was shocked by it. Um, I probably you should have participated in this study, but nonetheless, uh, yeah. Okay, so in other news, Nick Cannon is on his seventh child. Um, I know we were trying to count him up and add him up a few episodes ago, and we weren't sure if he was on five or six, and so he was on six, and now he's on seventh. So. Good Lordy, but congratulations to him. Um, mm. you know. And how
3: many baby moms? Well, two of them are pregnant as we speak. Correct.
1: Yeah, three.
3: Three women are pregnant. I know someone's pregnant with twins simultaneously. One, is, one okay, of okay. the okay. models from the show is pregnant. No, is so there are no, no, so it's
1: three. It's three people pregnant. So one person was pregnant with twins uh-huh. and they, remember he already had two pregnant at the same time over this was like back over Mother's Day, remember? He was showcasing two that were still pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then this model just came out and said she's pregnant. So now that's three pregnant at the same time. But I baby missed. mamas. That's I like missed five, the other one
3: then. I missed the other one. I only knew of the model and the one pregnant with twins. I didn't realize that there was another woman over mother's day that yes. we found out was pregnant i missed that i mean i just can't keep up he's got like a football yeah. team over there so yeah
1: yeah it's a lot it's really a lot so
2: but when you have um, money that having kids really doesn't affect you like
3: that no but what does that send like i mean that's a whole other conversation but it's what it is it's careless and it's selfish and yeah
1: you know what i'm saying and each kid definitely deserves to have you in their life as much yeah. as possible but how you split
2: mm, your time
3: and me. it's It's abusive. It's abusive to an extent. Like, why do you do this to these women? I I would be embarrassed to say that I'm like baby mama number eight. I don't care that you have money. Like, that is just I'm I'm like, he could never give me. I'm just put it like that. But keep going Jordan. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, good stuff. Um, and more good stuff. Uh, Alexander Rodriguez bouncing back after a breakup with a new business. He's got a makeup line for men. So y'all go <laughs> support my good sir, Alexander Arod Rodriguez. Um, I'm excited to see what this does. He's a beautiful man, if I must say so myself. So I'd like to see who um supports him. I can see a lot of our like TV men, Michael Strahan, for whatever reason pops out at me. I can see him buying and purchasing and supporting. Um and yeah.
2: Y'all go support black owned business. Oh, okay.
1: And uh and, and more, um, none black business, Um, but J-Lo and Ben Affleck, did y'all, did y'all see that? I'm trying with the segues here. Did y'all see that though? J-Lo and Ben Affleck, uh, they've been kicking it, hanging out. I feel like this is something that Megan would be, you know, would like to talk about because oh, I don't really man. follow. You know, I don't stand J
2: Lo. Hey, you somebody know, said J Lo going on the X's world tour.
3: I don't she, really stand J Lo either. She
1: recycles a man.
3: I don't stand J Lo, but I don't have a problem with her. I mean, you know, we kind of went in on her on that episode about the singing and stuff. But um, And I
1: feel like not good enough. The world needs to know. Yeah, we didn't go as hard as we could have gone.
3: Yeah, we we could have went there, but we we kept it kind of light. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this. I don't really stand necessarily her. But I do stand a woman that shows, you know, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, these men, I'm just telling like it is, these men will be with the woman... You're supposed to be in love with her, break up, and in two days be out here just embarrassing them, you Mm -hmm. know, with a a fellow, um, um, you know, a Conrad, if you will, Mm -hmm. in the industry. Mm -hmm. Someone that you know they work with, someone that you know Mm -hmm. they might run into, just embarrassing them. And so you know, I I salute my good, clean sis, um, J-Lo, you know, for showing that, hey, she's tied to no man. She can do what Mm -hmm. she pleases. You know, she's got her children with her ex-husband her and A-Rod didn't have no children the the engagement is off and she's single and she can do as she pleases Mm -hmm. um and so you know I, I stand a good clean sis good clean clean um sis who you know says hey I'm gonna do what these men do um and at the end of the day all it is is men's egos just get hurt when they see that when motivated women mm-hmm. can play the same game. Mm-hmm. Um and it just things a little bit more. But shout out to Diddy for posting that throwback pick of him and J Lo as well, yeah. though. Definitely
1: he, a had Teddy. Definitely <laughs> had he was like, just testing, what's good? Oh, He's okay. like, So
3: when you come into LA? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, um. So moving on, did y'all y'all remember the Ushbuck's situation with Usher when he went into that strip club and he was throwing money <laughs> with his name on it, which I found to be hilarious. I
2: thought it was funny throwing that movie money.
1: Yes, he was. Um. Well, now he's got a merchandise. He's got a clothing line. Um. Ush Bucks merchandise. Definitely go check that out. Not gonna lie, I almost pre-ordered that Ushbuck's bucket Girl, hat. Stop. <laughs> so I just wanted to. Uh, let it be known to all our ratchet listeners who might want to get fresh and some Ushbucks one day. He's he's got the gear, guys. Okay, okay.
2: It's ca- it's the capitalizing off the off the virals and viral moment for me.
1: Yeah, I mean that's how you make money in this world, shoot. Okay, um, and more uplifting news. Did y'all see where an 86-year-old black grandmother, I might add, graduated with her master's this graduation season? I was trying to do some research, and I couldn't Shout find her name, her. sadly. But nonetheless, I did see the photos, and I was like, this is what's up. Really, really proud of her. because. hmm um, as somebody who is, you know, nowhere near eighty six, and my parents schooling, I ain't going back. I ain't going back. You feel me? So for her to have gone back, that's what's up, and, and to graduate in the middle of the pandemic, no less. You know, she was going to school online. You just know. know she was. Mm. So go ahead, Grandma. Go ahead. Okay, okay, we got two more pieces of news for you all. Um, one's childish, the other one is a bit more on its grown. But let's get into the childish news. This is going to be for um, you know our listeners who kind of sneak on uh, the teen shade room or shade room teens, whatever. So I don't know if y'all know the hype group Sarati.
3: <laughs> I don't know who that is, but you carry right. on.
1: This is my moment then. Um, they broke up, y'all. So, if y'all don't know who Sarati is, they were three sisters from, like, the Bay Area of California, if I'm not mistaken. And don't correct me even if I am mistaken because it's not that big of a deal. But they are from the West Coast. Um, They got really just lit and noticed on Instagram for being kind of like a hype group. Um, Three beautiful young girls. They did a lot of dancing. They had really great personalities. And then eventually they ended up getting signed as a music talent, which a lot of internet famous celebrities end up making that leap from influencer to artist. Um, And to my understanding, they actually were being managed by uh, Jay-Z, like Jay-Z's label. What's that? Is that Rock Nation? Rock Nation. Yeah, yeah. So they have like some type of like management deal with them. So um, pretty legit, you know, definitely legit. And I did listen to their music and it was actually really good. But nonetheless, they had a lot of drama. Um, They had one sister leave the group. There was this whole scandal on the shade room. Um, Obviously, it was being covered by the shade room teens, but it did leak over into the shade room where the family thought one sister had, like, ran away and was being, like, brainwashed by a boyfriend that she was dating who was this rapper named Lil TJ. I ain't
3: seen none of this. Like, I ain't this was this was,
1: like, years ago. This was maybe, well, I won't say years ago. It was maybe, like, maybe one or two years ago, right? And the whole time, the sister who left was saying, like, y'all, I didn't run away. I'm not brainwashed. You'll find out in due time. The family is just on some really weird stuff. Well, the girl still took off y'all like, you know, um, making music. Uh, actually one of the sisters was supposedly like dating Trey songs in the middle of the pandemic or whatever. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Um, and so just recently the last two remaining sisters split and this is when all of the family drama like really hit the fan, um, and they found out that, you know, the mom has just been kind of like pushing them apart. She's really just been um, showing favoritism towards one sister in particular. And it was on the oldest sister's birthday, Sire, that the group well, the and it was really only two of them. So the sister that was left, Emasia, she announced that they were um, broken up because she she announced a, a single pro- project on her older sister's birthday. Um, so it was just really crazy, and this really took the news by storm. So I found it to be very entertaining and shocking, and I was all up in it. I can tell.
2: I, I can yeah, tell. Yeah, because I do love shout out them. to I Jordan. Do... You know, following <laughs> the shade room teens.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, I don't follow them. Teen but I and do. all that. They do pop up in my little search box every now and then. I will. Hey,
2: hey, what, tell the listeners that you still listen to Kids Bob. <laughs> Tell them about that. You stop airing me. You stop airing me out. Oh my bad. Hey. I got this on a. Uh,
1: I got that <laughs> off of TikTok. Please go listen to the kids' bot version of uh, "We Belong Together." If you have not, it is a classic.
3: One thing about Jordan when she get invested like in somebody, it's no facts that she does not know. Like I just know from the way he was looking, I was like, oh, she invested in this story. I'm gonna just like, yeah, oh, but girl. then
1: like I'll forget about it like you know, two weeks later, once I've gotten to the end of my fascination with them, then I forget about it. But nonetheless, Sarati, that whole thing is really crazy. Look them up if you haven't. Um, And also, too, more importantly, don't shame anybody if they listen to Kids Bob or look at the shade room teams. Okay. All right. And so our last, last piece of news is, um, you know, airlines are now allowing you to buy your flights and pay later with companies like Afterpay and Klarna. Don't know if y'all saw that. But I'm sure it had <laughs> some of uh, the Hot Girl uh, Summer checklist and to do list. I'm sure they got longer. Let me tell you something. At.
3: This is a game changer. Like, you about to see, you know how people troll and be like, they'll put up footage of like fights and stuff on the airplane and be like, oh, it must have been Spirit, you know, and all it must have been Frontier, all that stuff. Like, Y'all think, <laughs> y'all think the behavior was bad on Spirit. Like we're about to see some amazing things take off. Um, and I'm here for it. Just don't do it on my flight, okay? But that's all I got to say on that.
2: Only in America with the afterpay, just people just buying on credit. Lord have mercy. Day. I've
3: never used afterpay, and I don't think I realized how popular it was until that news broke. Um, and that's saw how many people were excited about it. I was like, "Oh, y'all be using it for real?" Like I knew that it existed, but I didn't know that anyone really used it like that.
2: Mm, yeah, uh, I'm a sneakerhead, so I see it a lot on the websites. People over here buying, Negroes out here buying shoes on credit that they d- can't afford. All the new Yeezys, all the new Jays. If I could pay twenty five dollars a month.
1: Yeah, That's I seen they somebody yeah. say that already. Mm-mm. They were like, uh, regardless of how much their flight is, they still gonna break it up into payments of twenty five ninety nine or thirty three thirty
2: three. Yeah, wait. I'm not doing that. We just gonna pay out right. if I don't have the money to get it, I'm not buying it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Don't get caught up in it, guys. Don't get caught up in it. Okay, well that concludes our Not Your Average news. Um, We had a lot of news to discuss this week, but y'all was really wilding out the past two weeks, or at least (laughs) I thought you were. Okay, there's no classes for the culture this week. Um, Not to say that Clubhouse has been good, but uh, we just not even going to clown y'all this week, so you made it out. But in speaking of clubhouse, do not forget to join our clubhouse group. It's called Not Your Average Black Girls. Average is spelled A-V-G. Black is spelled B-L-K. We're on there pretty often, and we're definitely on there on premiere episode day. So make sure that you follow the club and follow us as well. Follow us individually. Um, Megan is Meg R. Davis, M E A G R. Davis, I'm Jordan Armina, Jordan like Michael, and then Armina A-R-M-E-N-A. And then we've got Dice who is C, Simone, C-S-Y-M-O-N-E. So follow us, y'all. Follow us on Clubhouse and also on Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts for immediate alerts. Every time a new episode airs. We also invite you to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at the at symbol nyabg pod. And also visit our website, which is nyabgpodcast.com. Whew, that was a mouthful. Okay, guys. Lastly, we're still looking for your crazy egg story. So please, like for real. For real, for real. For real, for real. Go to our Instagram page and submit your Crazy Egg Stories. They will be anonymous. We're going to incorporate them into a really, really cool and fun um, episode. So please send us your Crazy Egg Stories. We are definitely looking forward to that. All right, this is it. And so until next time, can't wait to talk to you. And thank you for being here. Bye. Peace.
2: Adios.